Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to the Big Lead Big Stream Holiday Podtacular. My name is Stephen Douglas. I am joined by Kyle Coster, also of the BigLead.com. Kyle, do you feel the holiday spirit yet? I don't. I got to be honest. Um, <laughs> I know that that shifts over after Halloween for a lot of people, but I know we'll get into it later on. But I think I'm a post Thanksgiving guy when it comes to starting to feel the holiday spirit. I, my rule of thumb is if there are still leaves for me to rake, it is not the holiday season. And we still have a good month of those to go. All right. Well, that, that's a, uh, that's an interesting uh, difference for me. I'm as like November 1st. um, I am, I'm ready. I've got Hallmark on in the background right now with a bad holiday movie. I am all about Christmas. I'm, I'm, I, I don't need to wait for Thanksgiving. So what what do you what do you do for the next like three weeks? Just literally rake leaves and then just ignore your children? You know, I think for me, I am a very go with the flow type person. So it basically revolves around what my wife wants to do, and she's a big planner. So holiday lists have been discussed um in-laws have reached out to see what we want for christmas which i think is kind of insane because in my mind it's still almost two months away but i understand i like that a lot of people like to get ahead of the ball um i need a chill in the air it's still pretty nice here i feel like i'm still in fall mode and we both kind of live in places where you don't get that much acceptable weather uh and i like to maximize it by not uh bringing the holidays into it so are you are you at all bothered by the holiday creep? Uh, if if you're in a pharmacy, uh, checking out, waiting for some to buy some cold medicine, are you annoyed if you hear Mariah Carey? No, I'm not, and I'll give you a very specific reason why. I think that people who complain about that stuff, it's a thin line between doing that and only discussing gas prices or the weather. It's like the lowest common denominator stuff. I understand how industry and commercialism works, right? You need to maximize the time. I think everybody should be pushing the holidays starting on November 1st. If you have a marked financial interest in doing it, right? You want to have 55 days where you can just go all out and maximize your profits. To that, I understand. I will hear the song. I will not bemoan the song. I will not go to Twitter and complain about it. And I will most importantly not steal the joy of people who want to speed step and speed skate their way into Yuletide cheer 
just because I'm not there yet. I know that eventually I will get there. I'm a live and let live type person. I'm not going to bitch and moan about it, but don't expect me to be tapping my feet and getting truly into that Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you song until the Lions have played their Thanksgiving Day game. All right. Well, with that in mind, you are on a podcast that is going to discuss Christmas movies. Uh, this is a little something that we've we uh, I came up with. It's a half baked idea to three quarters baked. It's pretty simple. Uh, we're going to discuss um, a lot of Christmas movies. We're going to do a few uh, Thanksgiving movies if we can. There's there's one that I have definitely picked out, which is uh, Polly Shore's Son-in-Law. Um, I'm not sure if there are any other Thanksgiving movies that have ever been made, but that one has. So we're going to discuss that in a few weeks. Uh, and we're going to hit... Um, Probably most of the classics. We're gonna get the Home Alones. We're gonna discuss the uh, Tim Allen movies. Um, you know, Christmas Story. There's a new Christmas Story. We've got new Christmas movies coming out, and I don't know how much of it we're gonna get into because I don't know if anyone else on staff watches uh, Hallmark Christmas movies with the regularity that I do. But I'm. I'm kicking around idea of maybe just like recapping them to you on Monday morning because Hallmark and Lifetime do like four or five a week starting. Uh, well, actually, Hallmark started in like October 17th or something, which that that for me is the line. Like, I don't I don't want my Christmas for Halloween. Halloween is like the most it's the most stress free and enjoyable holiday because uh, it's got all the fun stuff, uh, but without any of like the family uh, obligations, there's no stress to Halloween, I don't think, which makes it fun. So I like to let Halloween breathe. And then November 1st, I took down all my Halloween decorations already. I'm just waiting for the moment to start uh, bringing out the ho the Christmas decorations. But yeah, I, I will I will wait on those. But we we are uh, going to be talking about the many Christmas movies over the next few weeks. And even if you're not ready, uh, you're going to be involved. That's fine. And I want to clarify something. I don't want to be coming to this like Ebenezer Scrooge. I like Christmas movies. I really do. My favorite movie of all time is It's a Wonderful Life. So I cannot wait to do that. And I just, I love that one. I think to me... What I like best about them is as life has got more complicated and I was someone who never really enjoyed getting presents, maybe a little bit weird. Maybe there's a lot of people out there that are just, I feel awkward. Like, thanks. Like <laughs> I, I got this. And at a point now where I can, if I want something, I can go out and buy it. And more than that, I'm a minimalist. So it's always just like, please don't spend your money on me. But when you have a family, it is extremely stressful. There's a ton of obligations. There's a huge checklist that has to be done. And I have found that since this place got littered with kids, Christmas <laughs> movies are kind of like a safe space, a bastion where you put it on and everybody's kind of connected to what's going on. Because even now, when I put a movie on that's not a specific holiday event, kids will be looking at their iPad or someone will be doing something. When we sit down and watch a Christmas movie together, it does feel like there's more buy-in. You pause, you reflect. I feel like a lot of them have the message to be thankful for what you have. And I think that, you know, not to sound corny, but it really does slow you down. And I love 
tradition. So I do watch the same 12 or 13, what I consider good Christmas movies or good holiday movies every single year. Some not so good. The Family Stone, we got to rewatch that as uh, we famously, uh, you know, I, I blew your mind with that one last year. But I do enjoy the experience of being in that moment and marking time and passing time and, and reflecting on it through those ways. And there's so many good offerings. So I'm not necessarily against them. I would just say that we're um, expediting the timeline and bumping things up, but you know what? Next man up, that's my mentality and I'm ready to rock and roll with you. Yeah. I think that's what's uh, great about uh, Christmas movies, Christmas uh, episodes of TV shows too, is that it's just something that you see once a year, you know, you don't, you've seen like Christmas vacation like a thousand times, but you know, you're not, you're not putting that on in February or July, but when it's, it's just fun to have a Christmas movie on in the background. And it's something that like, if Christmas movie is on, you know, that other people are watching it at the same time. It's like, if like it's one of the dark night movies, which is something that I've seen a million times, I don't know if anybody else is watching that, but Christmas Vacation comes on. It's like, I know there are other people watching this. It's a communal experience, even if you're just in your living room alone. Well, so, listen, listen. I, I mean, I think that not to get like too deep on society in minute six of this project, but I do think that what you say right there hits a nerve and is, is really good observation. It does feel like these things are one of the few remaining communal experiences. Maybe we're watching them on different timelines, but how many people watch Elf every year? How many people watch It's a Wonderful Life? And who, how many people look forward to watching A Christmas Vacation? You know that people all around you are doing the same things and we've never been more fractured than we are now, but there is something that brings me back at least to a more simple time where everything wasn't this hellscape. And it does make me feel like I'm part of this bigger community because it's something that no matter your station or walk of life, like you kind of slip back into it and it feels comfortable. And honestly, the movies change and some get recycled and, and, and moved in and some get moved out, but it does feel rather timeless, especially the classics. And with classics in mind, uh, I think uh, we're not going to talk about a specific movie this week. Um, this is just kind of an introduction to get everybody prepared to bring everyone into the holiday spirit. So I thought a good way to kick this off would be to have one of the most famous uh, Holly movie discussions, which is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh you know, I, I thought this was kind of just something that was invented by Twitter, where it's just an online argument. It's one of those stupid, pedantic things that, like, no one really cares about. But last week, my parents were here, and I mentioned to my wife that we were going to be doing some uh, Christmas movies on podcasts. And out of nowhere, my father goes, oh, you're going to do Die Hard? And my mother said, well, that's not a Christmas movie. And my father, I mean, this is completely without any prompting. They brought it up on their own. And my father goes, what about the part where he says, ho, 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 I have a machine gun. It is a Christmas movie. And it, <laughs> my parents were randomly, this is something that my parents are not online. So this is something that has probably started on, or no, it probably started in person, went online, and it's gone back out to my parents. So, Kyle, do you have a strong feeling about Die Hard as a Christmas movie? 
Oh, I certainly do not have a strong feeling uh, about it, much like I don't have a strong feeling if a hot dog is a sandwich or not. I think that this is probably the worst discourse because every time it comes up, like, who cares? What's what's the answer? I think that if I was making the decision, I would say no, because it's not about Christmas. It takes place at Christmas time. There are some allusions to Christmas, but it doesn't capture the spirit, okay? That's an action movie. Now, having said that, I think that, we need to be malleable about this, right? Like if you watch it only during Christmas season, then it's a Christmas movie. But I have a hard time saying to P I don't, I have a hard time with people who want to say it's a Christmas movie, but then we'll also watch it in May and not get that Christmas feeling. I think if you were to say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, it needs to be part of the Christmas experience that you watch as an ancillary item with your own celebration. And I know that's kind of a hard and fast rule and people don't have to adhere to it. I don't have any any, any I don't have any interest in convincing people that it's not, but to me it doesn't belong in the same conversation of movies that are clearly Christmas movies. I know that you have studied the text uh, you've talked to experts in the field. Where do you land on the issue? Uh, I'm I'm with you on this one. I it doesn't have the Christmas spirit. Uh, it definitely does take place at Christmas. It takes place at a Christmas party, literally. Uh, you know, you've got the ho ho ho. I have a machine gun. Uh, you have the Santa hat, but it's it's a movie you watch all year round like uh one of my favorite episodes of television of all time is community's regional holiday music uh but i have a heart if i'm like rewatching community i have a hard time watching that if it's like nice out i i feel like that should only be brought out after november 1st uh whereas die hard i have no problem with that being on every day of the year it's a great movie, um, but it's and and especially since it doesn't even take place in a Christmas locale, you know, it takes place in Los Angeles at Nakatomi Plaza. Um, there's no snow. And in order for it to be like a traditional Christmas movie, I mean, you need snow. That's like the establishing shot of every single Hallmark Christmas movie. Uh it opens with the credits and you're you're flying over this little town that's just covered in snow. There's none of that in Die Hard. Uh, and then, but then in Die Hard 2, I believe there is snow uh, at the airport. So, I mean, that's- Die Hard 2 I, feels like more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard 1 to me. I also am really curious about the motivations of the people who want to push the Die Hard is a Christmas movie agenda. Uh, it reminds me a lot of being like when you're 13 or 14 years old and someone just kind of wants to be weird for attention. Like it's something they'll bring up knowing that you're going to disagree and then say, no, technically it is. And aren't I different? And I think so interestingly. And I'm kind of like, OK, that's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I care so little about this that like I don't need to engage with you. Like, fine. It's a Christmas movie. It's just it's weird to me that. There's me like 10 of these issues that we've litigated online for years and years. Uh, I just have no taste for it. I, I could not be more disinterested when it comes up each and every single year. And I, I had the realization um, it wasn't specific to Christmas, but so whenever something that's happened year after year pops up, I notice that there's a not insignificant amount of people out there who are participating in the conversation who think that it's new. And for grizzled veterans like ourselves <laughs> who have been 
through the wars and have been bored by this topic so many years like this 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 debate's old enough to drive like the people that are new to it and more engaged are going to be more on that side because there's no fun in being that it's not a christmas movie side so it's not a fair fight when you when it comes down to it i i think you just did a great job of uh summing up pretty much everything on the internet where it's just someone just acting like a 13 year old just being a contrarian just because just to be a weird kid to get attention that's that's pretty perfect and uh die the diehard christmas movie debate is definitely one of those and hot dog or a sandwich is that that's that's another one that's just the perfect example of that so what are you what are you looking for in a christmas movie uh besides um the family stone well, okay, you can make me laugh, and that's nice. I mean, there's a few classics that we all know and love. But I think for me, honestly, the ones that resonate the most with me are, are the ones that come from a place of emotion. Um, like I mentioned. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's a Wonderful Life is, it's a Christmas movie, obviously, but it's beautiful. I mean, it's it's maybe like the number one treatise on finding happiness and whatever you have and, and being appreciative. And I think ones that capture that spirit, you can do it overtly, you can do it subjectively. One that makes me feel happy to be around the people that I'm around because the holiday season comes with seeing people that you love, but also it's the forced there's an added layer to it where you feel like you need to be doing something special. It can feel like a commitment. And lots of times, like you're so busy moving and shaking and getting stuff around that you don't actually spend the quality time. It just feels like things that you're checking off. So I think that anything that's going to recalibrate me to moving towards this is a really special time of year where I think that I take my family for granted, not my like small nuclear family, but my parents and my aunts and uncles and my entire support system, I definitely take them for granted 11 months out of the year. And then in December, when I see them, I'm brought to this feeling where, oh, it's nice that all these people care about me. And if I was ever in need, they have my back. And I think what Christmas movies do is they hammer that point home and they hammer it home without being too syrupy because most of them deal with the agitation that comes with all of that. Like, you know, Christmas vacation is the perfect example. Okay. We all, we get to this point of our lives approaching 40. You do feel like Clark Griswold and they nail it, what it's like to be that person. And it's just the small victories and trying to hold everything to, together. And I think when I see that on screen, it's so nice because they offer, these things offer something for everybody it's funny when you're a kid but then when you get older you identify with the characters more just like it's a wonderful life i mean it was when i watched it when i was the first time when i was a kid it was like 
okay, well, here's an adult dealing with adult things. I never have to deal with it. Now I watch it and I'm like, okay, I get that struggle. So I think that things that tap into the malaise that comes with living 365 days a year um, to celebrate the special four or five times where you're having a celebration and everything is kind of perfect and everybody's in the mood is what hits it good for me. Yeah, it's definitely that feeling of uh, of just family togetherness and like, I mean, a good Christmas movie just it lifts you up, you know, kind of, I mean, inspire isn't necessarily the right word all the time, but just one that m- makes you feel sort of this happiness and uh, and joy, you know, that's that's a that's a perfectly uh, holiday word. Um, it, and it it just it feels good to watch these movies. That's that's one of the best parts about Christmas movies. There's no really, I mean, dark Christmas movies. I mean, yeah, they make them, but like the best ones are the ones that at their at their core have that holiday spirit and make you appreciate the people you're watching with and think about all the people in your life. And thinking about uh like it's a wonderful life. I'm reminded of I feel like it used to be on christmas night right um back i think before. they used to play it on thanksgiving night actually thanksgiving night that's what i meant yeah back before the uh third thursday night game was uh added i don't know i don't know if abc or nbc still uh goes for it's a wonderful life because who would who would dare go against king football in uh 2022 but yeah i i remember we have Thanksgiving dinner, we watch football all day. And then at night, you know, we, my family, I remember watching It's a Wonderful Life with my family. And it, it was, I mean, it's such a nice movie and just nice and quiet where there's, there's nothing to do the next day at that point when you're a kid, you know, there was no Black Friday shopping that we had to get up early to do. Um, it, it was just, the stress of the day, every, everything was done, you know, Thanksgiving dinner was over and we could all just relax and watch a nice movie. And that's the kind of thing that I want for my kids. And I'm very excited for my kids to start watching uh, Christmas movies. Like we watched uh, the Mickey Christmas Carol. That's something that we've already been watching. But like when my my oldest son is five, so he's getting to the point where, you know, we're going to start watching like Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. See, look at that. Home Alone. I don't even need to say it. You, you know what I'm thinking because that's just how holiday movies are. And all like the the great little jokes and like Christmas Vacation that you don't get as a kid. They just pass you over and it's just like. You can watch like pretty much any Chris, any of the classic Christmas movies with with little kids, and it's like there's there's nothing there that will they'll truly get. Like in the Santa Claus, when uh, he whistles at the 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 girl as she walks by, and just like oh she was nice or whatever the line is. But it's like I remember watching that as a kid, and like I didn't under I didn't understand what Scott Calvin was getting at there. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, Scott Calvin, you dirty dog. And the thing as a parent is you're able to market these things to your kid that make them feel like an event. They have everything they want all the time on demand. But when you say, 
hey, we're all going to sit down and watch Home Alone or we're all going to sit down and watch Elf. It feels like an event to them. And you can tell that they're engaged and locked into it. Uh, my kid immediately, my oldest immediately gravitated to Home Alone. It's one of his favorite movies. They love watching Elf because they can see that it brings joy to their mom and dad. And that is really cool. You know, like it feels special. Like when they used to show Home Alone, like I remember one specific Thanksgiving night, they showed Home Alone on NBC at night. And it was like, oh my gosh, Home Alone's on TV. I think that you're able to replicate that feeling of this event. Like when they used to put movies on TV, when we didn't have access to it, I feel like when we gather to watch it and mom and dad are saying, hey, this is something that's part of the experience. Kids really, they like getting presents, but I think that they innately understand that adopting their traditions and understanding that like this is what everybody does and it's cyclical i feel like they're really good at grasping it and it makes them feel like they're part of the party and a little bit more like an adult and i have a hard time really thinking of other things that fit those parameters right like my kids i would love if they would lock into a sporting event and watch the super bowl but i put the super bowl on and they're bored by the second quarter like they're not going to be locked in it doesn't speak to them here we have things that have a little something for everybody thing like you just mentioned the santa claus yeah kids great movie dad you know you're watching it and, and you're like this judge reinhold he is cruising <laughs> for a bruise and i don't like him one bit you start you know litigating tim allen's politics and wondering uh you know see if you can pick up any clues there um but it's just great and and i think that it is fun and i i, I Going back to what we said at the beginning about holiday creep, if that bothers you, and it, it doesn't because it's just nice. When you consider everything else that people could be doing and getting angry about and getting frustrated about, like this is a nice safe space for people to just let loose and feel like they can have fun again. And, and it feels like it's increasingly hard to do that on a broad and connective way. Yeah, the the holidays are just so fun. They're they're just building those traditions feels it's just something that you know you want to do and they're just so comforting and enjoyable. And like the thing about being at Target and like going through and like my kids are, you know, we have to go to the toys, we have to look at the toys. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. But during the holidays, it's like come on guys, we got to go to the Halloween section or oh, they got the Christmas section up. And it's like, I mean, they're three and five years old. And it's like, they're like, Oh, we go look at the Halloween stuff. Go look at the Christmas stuff. It's something that, you know, it, it doesn't take a lot of work to explain how special and cool it is. And they just kind of get that. And it's the kind of thing that will break them away from just looking at hot wheels for three straight hours where they're like, Okay, yes, I understand. I want to go see the lights. I want to see the inflatable stuff. Um, so it's just it it's so enjoyable and I'm I'm so looking forward to watching all this stuff with my kids as they uh get older. And I'm I'm also looking forward to breaking down a lot of this on our little podtacular. Um you know, we we have and the great thing is there are so many choices like we I didn't even put it's a wonderful life on the list that I originally made, which I assume insulted you greatly. Uh, and I apologize for that. 
and I hope you're willing to forgive me and and with the holidays in mind. Well, it can be hard to squeeze in. I mean, when you have such luminary work as Jingle All the Way, uh, you want to check off. Um, no, I, 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 you know, the thing is, is like a bad Christmas movie is still good. Like, I mean, I'm not demented like you. I'm not watching all this um, Hallmark <laughs> Channel stuff. But what, but, you know, like something that's a C movie is fine, you know, and it'll it'll kill the time and you like it. But diving into your ability to watch stuff that you know is bad um and enjoy it what draws you to the stuff that you know is is just being published after like two draft and rushed to production and then just slap a slap it on a, on a poster and going for it like what do you like about the hallmark movies and the christmas movies in general that allows you to like put in the time equity to to watch them well, they're they're great to have on the background, uh, which is something that I've kind of lost over the uh, last uh, two and a half years with the kids and my wife being home uh, nonstop. I, I haven't been able to to rule the television. Uh, it's been taken over by uh, children's programming, and like today, my my wife took the their baby down to her, her mother's house. And so I just, I, I'm able to have a Hallmark movie on in the background and not pay any attention to it, but just whenever I look up, there are beautiful people uh, dealing with their problems and uh, there are Christmas lights, which makes me happy. And, and they're, they're fun to watch the, uh, the new ones, like actively watch uh, that they play on like Friday and Saturday nights, because a lot of the times they aren't great. So they are, they're fun to watch and, uh, they're fun to watch with friends and laugh about how ridiculous the uh, choices are. And you're never in danger of actually missing anything because it's always like some uh, big city person who uh, has a stressful job, has inherited a tree farm in a uh, small town. Yeah. And, you know, the person that lives at the tree farm just so happens to be their soulmate. And it takes exactly an hour and 57 minutes for them to realize that. And then they cut to credits right before there's a kiss. So there's no sexual, real sexual tension at all. So it's family friendly as well. And on top of all like the Hallmark stuff, that's just fun to have on the background. I I like the, uh, like the Netflix has done a couple of good uh, Christmas movies in the last couple of years. And I don't know. Just any Christmas movie, I'm I am happy to watch, and I am looking forward to some of the new ones. Uh, like this year, Lindsay Lohan finally uh, crosses over from being a uh, real actress. Which, I mean, we haven't seen much of Lindsay Lohan recently, so now maybe this is going to be she's going to be like the next Lacey Chabert, uh, and she'll just be in Netflix movies every single year, just the new Queen of Christmas. And I'm looking forward to how bad and comforting the movie is at once. Okay, so one clarifying question as we kind of move to a close here. Are we going to be trying to contextualize where these rank against each other? Are there like categories we're going to be scoring them and there's going to be some empirical data where each movie gets a number and we're able to have a chart that way? Is that kind of what you're envisioning this project to look like? You know, that sounds like a great idea. Um, 
I really don't know. Like this is our this is our inaugural inaugural year. Uh, we're gonna have a little feeling out process. We're gonna we're gonna try and figure out what the best way to do this is. The most important thing is that we watch and talk about all of these movies that uh, everybody is watching, everybody enjoys, and I think the most important thing is talking about you know what makes it special to us, uh, what our history is with these movies. Um, you know, just, just having an excuse to, uh, to podcast about something that, you know, I mean, we're going to be back to be doing, doing succession in the spring, you know, I mean, what are we, are we better off doing this or trying to recap white Lotus every Monday? Uh, I think that this is going to be a lot of fun for all of us. And it's going to be the most enjoyable topic we can have all year, probably. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I trust uh, that you have everything planned, uh, even though you just seem to realize that that was a pretty good idea that I gave. Uh, But I'm sure that's on your master list. Is your wife available to make a list of all this stuff? No, she's not. Okay. All right. Well, we'll find someone else. All right. So we will be back. at the end of the week with a podcast on a newer Christmas movie called Anna and the Apocalypse. It is a zombie musical from Scotland and yep, it's a Christmas movie. So buckle up and we will be back after that with every classic movie that you have ever seen. And if we miss your favorite, then we will do it in 2023. That is our guarantee to you. Or you get your money back. All of it. Yes. All $8 that we're charging. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.